All right, welcome to the bicycle segment here of Blast Beats and Bicycles at 91.7 FM, McAllister College Radio in St. Paul, Minnesota. Joined this this morning by Brendan Hale, who's the executive director of the North Star Grand Prix Professional Bicycle Race. Brendan, welcome. Hey, thanks for having me, Jason. Yeah, it's great happy to, to have be you. here and uh, uh, really happy to enjoy the uh, free uh, Morticia the free show. Yeah. yeah, how about that? Not everybody can say that they had a free, you know, almost <laughs> private concert by a you know famous <laughs> rock band, right? No doubt, this was definitely a private uh, private show. Yeah, so it was awesome. Yeah, great was, job. That was a lot of fun. They 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 were really fun to listen to. Uh, so as we do every uh, week, we start out with a little velodrome news. Uh, big news coming out of Europe is that it's the six-day racing season starting on Tuesday. October 23rd is the opening night of the six-day London event. So I'm excited to see that. Always fun to see the six-day season uh, coming every fall. Uh, we've got the annual meeting of the National Sports Center Velodrome uh, Group, and that's going to be at Darrow Bike Racks, and that'll be on Wednesday evening. And then, of course, the Minnesota Cycling Center has their gala on November 26th at Surly Brewing. We're here today to talk to uh, Brendan about the North Star Grand Prix. Lots of big news uh, coming from uh, you guys in the last few weeks. Uh, in particular, uh, you're coming back for 2019, so that's really exciting. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, the one thing that um, happens when you in, uh, endure a little bit of a setback is you have to reevaluate and say, are we going to uh, slink off into the uh, sunset like a lot of other races, or mm -hmm. are we going to take the chance to build ourselves up stronger and come back better? And, yeah. you know... From the day we made the announcement that we were going to have to cancel the 2018 event, you know, our entire uh, volunteer organization was set on the uh, idea that not only are we coming back, but we're going to come back better. That's great. And stronger than that's, we have been in the that's past. That's really, so. and, and, you know, the volunteer community there has been so strong and, and so reliable over the years. I mean, this is what now, year number 18, 19? Hard, hard to count at this point in time because I'm not <laughs> sure if we count 2018 or not. But uh, um, I think the first year was 1999. So yeah, that would put us theoretically in 19, right? 19ish, and that's, open, yeah. open for 20. But uh, <laughs> that's I'm not great. sure. I, I think we're going to avoid calling it the uh, 19th or 20th annual. Yeah. Uh, with the hiccup from yeah. last year. So well, it's it's just exciting to have the have the race come back. It's yeah. such an important part of the Twin Cities cycling scene. Uh, and frankly, the national cycling scene. Yeah, yeah absolutely. You know, and um, we had the opportunity this week to um, discuss plans with uh, USA Cycling. And it's great to hear from them that they view this as one of the uh, five, you know, premier events in the country as, in terms of uh, stage races. Mm -hmm. And, you know, they very much are viewing the North Star Grand Prix on the level of races like Redlands and Gila mm -hmm. and Joe Martin. And so... As we, as we grow the sport and as we look to the future, we definitely want to make sure that um, the race reflects the strength and the health of the cycling community in Minnesota. Mm -hmm. And, you know, in my mind, and I think most of the people listening would agree that Minnesota has the best cycling community in the United States of America. And I think it's important for us to have one component that reflects that in a race. And, mm -hmm. you know, our goal is to put on the best race in America. Yeah. And, and, you know, part of that is becoming more international. I mean, you guys have applied for UCI status with the uh, women's race. Can you talk a little bit about what that means? Sure. Um, 
taking a step up, uh, the race for the past number of years has been part of the National Road Calendar or the USA Cycling's Pro Road Tour, mm-hmm. yep. which are important um, calendars that recognize the best events in America. Right. And so, you know, the North Star Grand Prix has has for years been recognized as one of the best events in America. Looking to grow the stature of the race and, and grow the importance of the event there's a step up above that, and that's UCI. And the UCI is the international governing body. And mm-hmm. they, they put on a, a different calendar um, that it kind of runs uh, kind of in conjunction with USA Cycling's calendar. And yep. the, the cool thing about it is, is that as we made the decision to go UCI, we can look to say we now can recruit teams from around the world to come to Minnesota mm-hmm. and they can come to Minnesota and, and see how healthy and how vibrant our cycling scene is and to see how great our community is. Yeah. And so it's a, it's a good opportunity for us to recruit na- national and international teams and have the best riders in the world come to Minnesota. Yeah. You, you know, it's interesting. There have been a, an unfortunate number of teams uh, at the international level and a domestic level that have folded over time. And, you know, I sort of wonder, is the UCI decision part of trying to bring in some of those larger teams and restore some of that strength? Yeah, yeah. the UCI decision is really based around looking at the, the future of the sport. And the UCI is um, changing some of the structure of the sport and mm-hmm. some of the governing rules. Mm-hmm. And for us to continue to draw those riders and those teams and the best riders and the best teams, for us to draw them, we have to adapt to the environment in which we exist and the yep. environment today with some limited resources on the team side, they really have to be more selective in the events that they attend mm-hmm. and, and merely showing them that we have a great community and we can provide them with 17 million impressions mm-hmm. isn't enough of a factor anymore because they also have to have UCI points and, right. and UCI points really come into play as you think about how many riders are, eligible to go to world championships Mm -hmm. how many riders are eligible to go to the olympics and so from usa cycling's perspective they certainly want more uci events Mm -hmm. so that more american riders can earn points yeah and increase the stature of the nation right on the international scene and so us adapting to that is great the other side of that is by going uci is we now can bring in a more international field, mm-hmm. which will increase the depth and make it a more competitive race. Yeah. And it, it sort of adds to the spectacle of the event as well. Oh, absolutely. You yeah. know, there's 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 a handful of reasons why we very much want to draw the best riders in the world. Part of it is best cycling community in America should be able to watch the best races. Absolutely. So. And so you made a you made a choice to only have uh, the UCI apply to the women's race. Can you talk a little bit about why you made that choice and not to include the men in that? Um, yeah, it's there's a there's a growing process here, and when I said we've as an organization have taken the the opportunity that was provided to us in 2018 with a setback to to grow and become stronger is mm-hmm. we've taken the opportunity to recruit a, a whole new um, board of directors. So we have a we've you know really grown the health and the the number of bo- directors on our board. And then with that, we've also put together a five-year business plan. Mm-hmm. You know, And so we're very much aligning it with a business plan. And we're looking at how do we take steps to grow the event so that we can get it to where we want it to be. And we want it to be one of the premier, if not the premier event in America. 
we have a little bit of a catching up to do with yep. Amgen Tour of California, but I'd love to <laughs> I'd love to run them down. You know, are you it's, listening, Amgen? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's that a uh, you know it's that proverbial bike racing thing. You let the early breakaway go, and there then you, you hunt them down at the yep. end, right? Yes, exactly. That'd be great. Catch them at the line. Catch them at the line, right? <laughs> Hopefully, they don't put their arms up too soon. But um, no, it'd be great um, if we could do that. And so, this is very much a strategic decision for mm-hmm. us to look at. Let's. Let's grow the women's side of the sport first. Mm-hmm. Let's provide women that opportunity. And let's, you know, learn through this process mm-hmm. and let's grow the event. Yep. And and look forward to how do we how do we then, you know, when the time is right, mm-hmm. you know, also then go UCI on the men's side. And um, structurally, the, you know, the UCI has some structural differences between the men's yep side and the women's side. Mm-hmm. And um, we very much would have a calendar conflict with the Grand Prix de Beaux up right. in uh, Canada. Yep. And they're a men's only mm-hmm. UCI event. Mm-hmm. And so for us, at least in year one of being a UCI event, we very much have the idea that we can have the women's race become a UCI event. Yep. We can then look to at what point do we grow the men's race or yep. shift the men's race over to becoming a UCI event? Yep. And that is on our horizon, yep. but it's just not today. Yep. So uh, one of the requirements that many people are aware of is that you can only have one criterium in a UCI stage race. So obviously that's going to make some changes for the schedule. Can you tell us, give any insights into what's going to happen? <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, and as, as we said during the Morticia concert, we very much want to uh, pick up this conversation, and, and hopefully we can pick it up uh, you know, right as we're making course announcements. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, and I don't, we're not, we don't have the ink dry to formalize those decisions Got or t- those announcements yet. But uh, one of the things that I think we're going to do, and we know we're going to do already, is we're going to become a five stage event. You know, okay. in years past, we've been a six stage event. Yep. Uh, <laughs> and for those of that very talented volunteer team that we know. Yep. We overwork them on day one. It's hard work. It is. It's, it's hard very, work. It's very hard work. And when you're at the uh, course venue at 530 in the morning, and then you're also at the course venue at the second course venue of the day at 1130 at night. Yeah. You're a little exhausted by the end of day one. Not a lot one. of sleep happening that week. <laughs> no. Yeah, that's 100% and, right. And so we, uh, we, you know, we're kind of changing that a little bit. And we're going to go do five days and five mm-hmm. stages. And so okay. we're, we're looking at that um, because the UCI requires us to have circuits. We are very much looking to build circuit environments that look similar to uh, UCI Road World Championships. Okay. And for those that are familiar with uh, UCI World Championships, is they tend to happen on a 10 to 15 kilometer circuit. Mm-hmm. Riders are around constantly. Yep. You have a central focused area, and then the riders yep. kind of come through the start finish area in that central focus. And yep. so we we are very much looking to emulate that model as we Great. grow the event. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know we will always be going through you know, kind of business areas and sure. bar districts and things like yep. that, that, you know, to give people other reasons to come and experience right. the event. And we are very much looking to open up the race with a uh, prologue time trial in one of those said districts so Fun. that we can create a great spectator experience for an event that otherwise hasn't historically had a lot of spectators. Yeah, time trials have have the <laughs> reputation of being boring. Yeah, they do. But I tell you what, <laughs> if, you, if you put the riders on a... Uh, you know, I don't know, let's say six, eight turn course mm-hmm. over the course of three miles. And they go back and forth through the start finish line a couple of times. Yeah. If you start finish stretch, you yeah. might uh, 
Sounds like fun. We can we can do some fun things with it. So. <laughs> that, that sounds great. Uh, you know, you've obviously got some uh, opportunities. I think to um, engage with some new teams. You know, I, what you guys have always done a good job of engaging with the teams and gathering feedback. What have you heard from the women's teams in particular about this shift to UCI? The the feedback that we've had so far has uh, been very positive from good. the from the women's team. And great. And we didn't. Uh, you know, I didn't make this decision or, you know, we, I didn't, you know, pursue this, pursue this line of thinking and then, uh, you know, discuss it with the board and come up with other decisions without feedback from the, yeah. the pro teams. And, yep. and very much the, the women's pro teams have communicated to me, you know, and I've shared that with our board that, hey, we are resource limited and we have to look for the opportunities that are going to best align, best sure. align with their organizations yeah. and, and going UCI perfectly aligns with where they want to go and what they want to do. And That's so great. they're the team directors I've spoken with are, are excited and they're looking forward to 2019. That's, that's really cool. And obviously we talked a lot about the uh, volunteer groups that you guys have worked with. Right. What have some of the volunteers, and the new board members said about what you're trying to accomplish in 2019? The board members are excited. The, the The core group of planning committee volunteers mm -hmm. are, are super excited. That's um, great. You know, and it's the um, it's the laying out of the vision and the steps we're going to take to achieve that vision that mm -hmm. I think everybody can then see this is where the event is going and this is how the event is going to grow. Yeah. And it's very easy for everybody to then engage and embrace it and say, mm -hmm. hey, this is, this is awesome. This yeah. is exciting. And um, we just had our first our – first full board meeting on Tuesday night of this week, this past week. And I have to tell you that I've never been more excited or more inspired by a group of people. Um, That's great. You know, you walking out of that meeting, I was as excited as I've been in a long time. That's great. Because I know that this, this group of people and the experience that they bring is going to lead to great success. Yeah. So. And uh, unfortunately, we're running short on time, yeah. and I want us to be able to spend like two more hours talking. <laughs> right. So we're definitely going to have you come back uh, in a few weeks, hopefully when you've got some you know, announcements to make. And, yeah, hopefully so, I have a few more announcements yeah. on, the, uh, on um, the board. But I want to I make sure that people know how to help out. You know, where sure. can people go? What can people do? What do, you, what do you need in terms of volunteers, in terms of sponsorship, support, that kind of stuff? Yeah, we, we have some... Uh, different kind of opportunities. And for those people that are out there that would be willing to uh, look at more kind of an internship opportunity or mm -hmm. some, you know, sports marketing internship, whether mm -hmm. it's a marketing, social media kind of internship, we certainly have opportunities available for them. We kind of organized the, uh, the volunteers into two groups and we have very much the, uh, the planning committee mm -hmm. volunteers yep. and the planning committee are people that are what we'd say are team directors, team leaders. They, sure. they have leadership roles. They spend, you know, more time throughout the course of the year helping us plan and organize mm -hmm. the event. Yep. We have, you know, course marshals. We have a volunteer leader. We have sponsorship leaders. We have marketing leaders. Mm -hmm. We have, you know, race and tech and operations leaders. And so we have the, this great team of individuals. And within those, you know, we have kids races mm -hmm. and all these other events that happen that we have team directors or team leaders of sure. those. We can always use more assistance with kind of those planning committee okay. efforts. Great. And then we have day of efforts, you know, mm -hmm. or day of volunteers. And those day of volunteers just provide us with some manpower to both help help set up, help tear down, help host the event. Mm -hmm. You know, and, and uh, Jerry Cerdelli, our uh, course marshal director, has always said, 
no doubt the best seat in the house for a bike race is to be a corner marshal. Boy, you're sure right about that. <laughs> yep, that's the best place to watch a bike race. You know, and, and so uh, Jerry does a great job, you know, leading up our uh, our uh, course marshals, and we're always looking for more course marshals and more assistance with that. Excellent. So. You know, whether you are interested in becoming a planning committee member or if you want to, you know, um, join us on a day of volunteer basis, you know, there's perks and benefits to all of it. Sure. Um, we try to take care of you with drink and food and, uh, you know, T-shirts and things like that, uh, yep. you know, on the day of. On the, the the other volunteers, we try to take care of them, you know, every month when we have meetings. But uh, you can get a hold of us at info okay. at com. Mm-hmm. You can go to our website. You can follow us on Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, and Twitter. So, you Great. know, all kind of those social platforms. We're, we're on all, all four of those social platforms and regularly post. Fantastic. Well, Brandon, again, uh, thanks for coming in. I uh, really loved having a chance to chat. Unfortunately, yeah. it was way too short. <laughs> but like I said, we will definitely bring you back. Um, and hopefully, you know, later this fall, we'll have some real announcements to, to yeah, share. No, I think, it, I think it's great. Thanks for the time. And, you know, yeah. we're looking forward to the 2019 North Star Grand Prix and we're looking to host the, uh, premier cycling event in Minnesota. All right. Check out all the information at northstargrandprix.com. This has been Blast Beats and Bicycles here at McAllister College Radio, 91.7 FM in St. Paul. White. Say bar, I say bite, say shark, I say him and George was never my scene and I don't like Star Wars. Say Rose, I say Royce, say God, give me a choice. Say Lord, I say Christ, I don't believe in Peter Pan, Frankenstein or Superman. Yeah. Income tax.